Woohoo! And we are live. Welcome to Spiritpreneur School. I am your host, Abiola Abrams, and today we are speaking with Natalie Marie Shapiro. This is going to be a power-packed conversation. This episode of Spiritpreneur School is sponsored by my new exciting program, the Become the Guru Bootcamp, which is a part of Sacred Business Academy. So right now there is a free Spiritpreneur Success Strategy course that I've created just for you to celebrate the launch of the Become the Guru program. And you can find lesson number one of four right now if you head over to bombshellmybusiness.com, bombshellmybusiness.com. Now, Today's guest, Natalie Shapiro, comes bearing gifts as well. But before we see her beautiful face, let me just tell you all about this miracle worker and uh, light worker. Natalie Marie Shapiro is a strategic coach, blogger, and yogi, empowering women to find peace with food and the love for their bodies. Her work supports women to break through the shame and anxiety that keep us from showing up to life as our most authentic and powerful selves. Natalie works with women one-on-one, -on -one, guiding them to transform fight into freedom. She is the creator also and the host of the Empowered series. I was honored to be a guest on the Empowered series. And so you want to head over to her site and take a look at that, subscribe. And it's a series that showcases women who are connected to self, living bold lives and leading examples of what the outcome of what the outcome of deep self-value and freedom look like. Natalie would like to offer you the Stop Feeling Out of Control with Your Food and Body Guidebook. She's going to tell you later how you can get that. The guidebook explores intuitive and emotional eating, the In Control, Out of Control playbook, the reality of fear, and how to be at home in your own body. Natalie, welcome to Spiritpreneur School. Hello, lovely. Thank you for that beautiful welcome. You're, you. you're welcome. Thank you so much for being there. So that's the official <laughs> bio, but I want to hear from you, Natalie. Who are you? Who is this woman? Tell us all about you. Ah, who am I? Um, that is my official bio, yes. But in addition to that, I am I'm just somebody who really loves people. And I love women and I love really supporting people and stepping into that freedom. Um, in everything I do, in yoga, and coaching with women, in my friendships, I think a big part of what I do and who I am is showing up as somebody who really likes to and like finds passion in helping people step deeper into themselves. And I think that is just something that comes through into myself and it's something that I'm always seeking within me. And I do that in a lot of different ways in life. I, I love travel. Um, I love dance and movement. Um, I'm definitely a Pisces. I'm a meander, always kind of meandering between reality and, and the real thing. And um, so, yeah, so always kind of playing around and exploring and diving. And um, I've realized that I'm always going to be doing soul work and on a journey because I just I want to keep exploring. Beautiful. We are such kindred sisters on this journey, Natalie, and I want to know more. Tell us the story behind the story. How did you get started and, and how did you find this line of business or did it find you? Yeah. 
Um, there's kind of multiple avenues to, to dive into there. I was never somebody that was felt comfortable going into like a nine to five sort of job. I, uh, I always felt that that constriction in that space. And so it was never really on my radar. And so after years of doing, of kind of just traveling and working service jobs, I was always very much into health, health and wellness. Um, but simultaneously had my own stuff going on with food and body image while still being interested in health foods and all of this sort of stuff. So I actually started a nutrition and wellness coaching practice years back and was working mostly with women, but worked with some men as well and doing nutrition and wellness work. So some stuff around weight loss, energy, holistic modality, stuff like that. And then it kind of transitioned into this after working with people and realizing mostly with women that I was actually perpetuating a larger cycle around food and body image, a larger sort of problem paradigm that I was seeing that I didn't want to perpetuate anymore. And so that's when I kind of stepped out of that field and decided that I wanted to be working with women directly around food and body image and actually be focusing on healing those issues as opposed to continuing to allow for them to, to live on. I think that, you know, that that is really, really profound. And I think that a lot of women can relate to um, to the your sense of frustration, um, not only in terms of, you know, what you were going to do with your life and your career, but then not wanting to necessarily perpetuate the status quo. Can you tell us more about what you meant exactly when you made that decision and what that meant for you when you said, wait a minute, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm a part more of the problem than the solution? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I want to preface this with, I think the world of health coaching is beautiful and a great addition to what's going on in the world around us, especially within the health field. Um, but I think there's a lot of responsibility that as health coaches that we need to hold. And um, I think that there's a particular amount of training that we receive that doesn't allow for us to really fully, in my perspective, responsibly talk to people about their health, um, especially when it comes to people that are coming to you for the feelings of being frustrated with their bodies or feeling like they don't have a good relationship with food. Um, when people are in that space already and then they're coming to a coach like how I was, I wasn't in the program that I had, it wasn't set up in a way to actually help them feel it. I wasn't set up in a way for them to actually find peace with food and with their bodies. It was more so set up in a way to further the process of control around it and fear and shame and calorie counting and exercise the days and lots of scheduling and rigidness. And what actually needs to happen for people that are in that space is surrender and release and letting go. And so that was where I realized it needed to actually, the focus needed to go for the work that I actually wanted to be doing, what I felt called to do in that space. Beautiful. When I was looking for a shorthand to describe all that you do, I was calling you a food freedom coach, which to me, so just seemed to fit what you do. Do you have a mantra, a guiding principle, uh, a, a quote or affirmation, something that God, what you do and who you are? Ooh, yeah. Um, if an affirmation, um, this may not be directly answering your question, um, but an affirmation that I like to 
keep and I like to share with people to, to use is I am home. Mm -hmm. I am home. I am home. Um, I think there's a lot of it's that feeling of literally like coming home at the end of the day and pulling into your driveway or getting in your bed and cuddling up um, and that feeling of just release and surrender. And that is something that we can carry with us all day. And knowing that you don't need to be anybody else, you don't need to look like anything else, you don't need to have any sort of additional features added to you, you are home as you are in this very moment. And if you can really cultivate that, then like there's infinite possibilities of what unfolds because we stop feeling the need to change and fix and alter. Oh, that that's just marvelous that one of my favorite personal affirmations is I am enough mm. and the words I am home give me the same feeling, you know, especially when you talk about feeling at home in your own skin and your body because so many people don't, you know, just don't. And so it makes the work that you do very, very important, I feel. Do you feel like you are answering your calling and living your purpose? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I tend to, uh, as that, that Pisces person that I was describing, there's a lot of like creative flow through me and there's a lot of things I feel very passionate about and very um, interested in, in taking on in those endeavors. But this is definitely something that is really one of those things where a, a while back I was, I was writing down everything that my client needs and not even just a particular client, but the person, that woman that I am reaching towards, the woman that I'm supporting in general. And I so deeply knew those feelings. I just had to dig back into where I was years ago and where I could easily be tomorrow if we weren't working through this self-care, self-love sort of stuff every day. And, um, and it was in that moment that I realized, wow, I have to do this work. And not like a, with a, you have to do it with your job, but like, wow, I, I have to do this. Like this, this is right. And this is where I'm supposed to be. And um, also knowing that for, for women that are curious in this work or for women that are more on the entrepreneurial journey, that I'm choosing this work now. And this is what is calling to me now. And I could be working with women around with food in their bodies for my entire life. But the way in which that work shows up, you develop into something new every year, every week. And so my I just thought around that is to show up and honor what is being called to you right now. And really show up with it. But know that in your heart, like, it's not permanent. Like, it, it doesn't have to be. And for me, that that's actually relieving. And knowing that I actually get to continue this creative process around this thing that is much more sturdy, you know, food and body image, but it can evolve into something new. And like with you, so many beautiful projects coming out of your world. And knowing that even though you're choosing one sort of general um, cohort of women in a sense, that you get to continue that creative transformational process within your work, within yourself. Um, so yeah, long um, answer short, I do feel like it's my calling and I also feel a big sense of freedom within it. Beautiful. So Natalie, what do you believe? What is your answer to that question? What do you believe? What do I believe? Um, I believe that we are all so capable. Um, I believe that we really all have the power to show up and do what we want to be doing. Uh, I think there's a lot of 
uh, hold back around that. There's a lot of fear around things. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot going on around us in the world that can really create overwhelm. Just even looking through your Instagram feed in the morning, your social media feeds, um, that can create a lot of uncertainty about your capacity to do something or create something. Um, and so I believe that every one of us is capable of creating what we want to create. Yes, I feel like, you know, an overriding theme, as you said, is surrender, you know, in every aspect of, you know, the advice that you're giving and the stories that you're sharing is the feeling of, you know, surrendering, surrendering to yourself, surrendering to, you know, the highest good, surrendering to love, surrendering to your calling. It, it, there's this feeling of surrender. Is that something also that you feel like is a powerful part of what you offer? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, in the work and then just what we're talking about in general, I think that it's that climbing or, you know, swimming up river idea that we think that we need, especially going into business in an entrepreneurial world. Um, it is a lot of work. You know, there is a lot of time that you put into it. There are moments of fear and doubt. Um, but then there's also through that, there's that like that um, ongoing idea of surrender, of letting and allowing and surrendering into the fear in a sense, surrendering into the what's potentially feeling chaotic um, and just kind of allowing for that to be within that space. And, and knowing that it, just because you surrender, it actually isn't always going to take away the, the difficulties. I was actually having a conversation with some friends the other day and we were talking about what it means to as opposed to swim upstream to just kind of flow downstream. And even though you're in flow and surrender, like you're still gonna run into brush and rocks and sticks and waterfalls. Like flow doesn't mean that everything is going to be perfect, but it means that you are gonna be more fluid with it and it's gonna take a lot less strain and pressure on yourself to do it. Mm, yes, yes, indeed. So if someone is watching this and audience, I want to encourage you, please, to ask questions. The best way to do it so that they come directly to us is there's a blue Q&A box that is on the bottom. If you're watching this live, there's a blue Q&A box. Click that and add in of Natalie. Okay, so Natalie, then what do you do personally? when you do feel doubt or fear or, you know, questioning and, and what's your concrete advice for someone who is watching this, who wants to answer her calling or who maybe is answering her calling or living her purpose, but feels a tremendous sense of fear in all of its faces. Right. Yeah. Um, I would say what, what, what would be my piece of advice around that so much is know that you can like know that there is there's always the opportunity to step into that space and and I just want to make sure I'm answering the question so to, correctly what can you repeat it one more time just so I can be sure, sure up a little sure. bit you talked about self you talked about doubt and you mm -hmm. talked about fear and so my question is twofold it's number one what do you do when you feel that fear or doubt? And then number two, what do you advise someone who is watching this, who may be, however, wherever she is on the journey of you know, answering her calling or finding her purpose or creating her business, what is your advice for that person in dealing with their fears and doubt? Okay, good, good clarity. Um, what do I do? First of all, I am, 
I'm a child of movement and sunshine and <laughs> California child for sure. And so for me, when I'm like feeling that uncertainty, there's a couple different things I do, but one of the main things that I know that supports me in bringing me back to center and calming down and realizing how capable I actually am and getting out of that doubt space is movement. Um, that can show up through yoga, through dance, through hooping, um, which I recently bought and I'm falling in love with so deeply. Um, or all of those together. Before our call today, I actually had my yoga mat out with my little jam box, my hula hoop, and it was just a whole sort of montage of movement. Um, and so for me, that is just what allows for me to just to, to come back to it, to come back home to myself every time. Every time. It can be dealing with doubt around anything. It can be dealing with fear, stress, just uncertainty, even fatigue. And knowing to come back to that for me is, is huge. Um, that movement is what really liberates me from all of that. And it's kind of just like, and you surrender into the movement. And I love it. Um, and so what would my advice be for other women is first, try moving. You know, like try something that um, allows for you to move out of your brain and into your body. Um, that's really big. Uh, and then also, if that if movement isn't calling to you, find something that does. Um, if you, I mean, there's there's always the choice of when you're in fear and mode, like to instead of stepping into a space that liberates you from it, you step into a space that kind of numbs it. Um, and that could be like turning on the TV, or for many women that are watching, it may be food. Um, so lots of different stuff. And we all have like our, a big thing that I teach in my coaching is we all have our coping tools. We all have things that we use to cope, movement, food, television, friends, our pets. Um, and all of those are okay. You know, not food isn't any better or worse than movement, um, but it's how we use them all in a way that's responsible and in balance. And so in that moment, choose something that is really allowing for you to step into a higher place. And sometimes you just need to be quiet and just shut down, and that's okay. But check in with yourself and see if that's what you always go for. And if that is, choose something, start to integrate, even once a week, something that you know is actually going to take you higher and is going to allow for you to actually expand and have more energy through the rest of your day as opposed to something that just halts everything that's going on. So choosing something that can really allow for you to surrender and release that guilt, release the shame, release the fear, release the doubt, and also it's going to lift you up and move you forward into your day. Lovely. I had um, actually a few weeks ago on Spiritpreneur School, Bex Burton was on and she is a nationally known hooper. She built a business that she loves out of hooping that she is, you know, proof that you can really create something from whatever you love. Right. And in terms of the movement piece, the piece of, of, of becoming at home in your body. For me, movement has been a big part of that over the past few years as, as I've become more and more at home in my body and surrendering to my body because for a long time I was living in my head, you know, or I was living in my spirit and, you know, forgetting the big key part of it, you know, this one wonderful, 